This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. We've been hearing a lot about the plight of small businesses who've been closed during the lockdown and cannot afford to pay their rent. And even the premier has weighed in slamming what he called greedy landlords. There's been a real lack of enthusiasm for the federal government's commercial rent assistance program, which is designed to go through the landlords. It would have Ottawa covering 50% of the rent, tenants coming up with 25%, and the landlords eating the last 25%. Today, the Prime Minister reannounced the program with a start date for applications, May 25th. So is it any better than it was when it was first unveiled three weeks ago? We'd like to hear from you. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And now let's bring in Councillor Kristen Wongtam, Ward 13 Toronto Centre, and Ryan Mello, Director of Provincial Affairs at the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Hello, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Okay, uh, let us start with Ryan. So why are landlords so unenthusiastic about this program? So we, we've heard a couple of different things from landlords, and we want to make sure that we're, we're not making them out to necessarily be the, the cartoon villain in these cases. Not all landlords are moving to, to evict their tenants. Um, but that being said, there are uh, a fairly high number of landlords from, from our survey data, at, uh, at least 50%, that have said, you know, they are, they are uninterested in uh, taking part in this program. Part of that is for financial reasons. You know, 100% of their mortgages are still due. So for some of them, eating 25% of costs, especially if they have uh, many tenants, is not a, a tenable arrangement for them. Um, and for others, they're not uh, particularly excited about uh, the CM running the program, uh, as well as uh, the, the paperwork that is going to be uh, involved with that. So they're out as well. Um, and you have to remember that there's not a lot of incentive for them to join in if they don't want to. I mean, if they're not part of the program, they can still demand 100% of rent from their tenants as well. So um, that's why we're, we're looking to the federal government to expand the program for those uh, tenants whose landlords don't want to participate, get the funding right to the tenant um, so that they can use it to pay some of their rent. Um, and also, uh, we think it would help if we took evictions off the table and put a temporary halt to those uh, to help bring more landlords to the table and say, you know, this is this is the tenant you're dealing with. Let's see what our options are. Well, uh, I guess that's something that Kristen Wongtam would agree with, putting evictions on hold, right, Kristen? Absolutely, Libby. And uh, we have been asking for this uh, provincial measure that, that only the Premier can invoke under this emergency order, um, that we've been asking them to halt all commercial evictions. Um, it would actually incentivize landlords, I believe, uh, big commercial property owners to come to the table and to work with the tenants. Because uh, right now, what we're hearing from the, from the Premier is, uh, is a bit of, you know, uh, chest thumping that, you know, he doesn't, he, he thinks that landlords are greedy. Uh, but, you know, take that baton of the landlord's hand, um, pull, pull that, that, 
that p- power leverage away from them, uh, which is the, the commercial evictions. And then that compels them to work with their tenants. It compels them to the table and actually um, it allows people to sort of come to uh, together to work together to find a resolution, which is what every order of government has been saying, is that they want the landlords to sit down with their tenants to find a path forward. Um, and uh, But if you put the power into the, the landlord's hands only, uh, there is very little um, incentive for them to take advantage of the CE uh, CRA program. Ryan, here's what has me scratching my head. Uh, so, yes, I get that the numbers may not make sense for a lot of landlords, but if they don't take this up and you can't draw blood from a stone and their tenant has no money, it's not like at this point in our economy that there are going to be a lot of other potential tenants lined up to pay full price. Yeah, and, and I'd absolutely agree with that. And we, we've heard the same sentiment from governments and, and that sort of being the, the carrot to bring a landlord to the table. Um, but that being said, it, it hasn't stopped evictions from happening. I mean, we've seen all over the city of Toronto and in some cases some, some very well-established and, and long-standing businesses uh, be forced to close up shop because of this. And again, it's, it's, it's going to vary case by case, but there are landlords out there that feel that that's the right move. Maybe they think that you know, reopening will happen quick enough that they, they may be able to get a tenant in there. Uh, maybe they think that it'll just wind up costing them less in the short term. Um, but fact of the matter is, as, as little sense as it, it seems to make, uh, and I, I agree with the logic, um, we are still seeing it, it happen. There are evictions happening, and we do, uh, as the councillor said, we do need the province to step in to put a halt to that. And uh, Kristen Wong-Tam, do you have any insight into that? Because, and uh, you know, the Premier said the same thing, that it doesn't make sense in this economy to get rid of your tenant. Well, I mean, there's there's two things that the premier has said, right? So the premier has said it doesn't make sense. You you you. We want you to work with your tenants, um, and at the same time, he's also said I am not going to bring forward a commercial uh, eviction moratorium, and which is exactly what everyone uh, from independent business, uh, from Tabia to um, to local politicians, including the minister of finance, uh, Minister Morneau, I know that everyone has been asking the premier, can you bring for this commercial um, uh, eviction moratorium because we think that that would actually compel people to work together. Um, And he has repeatedly for, for weeks now on end said no. Um, so he has the ability, he's actually the only one in the province of Ontario who has the ability to be able to legislate this. He has the legislative powers to to, to, to equalize the, the playing field somewhat. Um, and, and he so far hasn't, which has created, um, I think, some some gale wind forces that allows the the landlords to say, well, I'm not just I'm just not interested in filling out that paperwork uh, because I can evict my tenants. Um, and Ryan has has quite le- quite rightly noted that this is not going to be uh, there's not going to be an environment where you know new tenants are going to be lined up with buckets of cash for these landlords. No one is going to give these landlords three times the valuation of their real estate uh, post COVID. Uh, we know that there is going to be a very long runway for recovery. Um, and by devaluating their own real estate assets, by taking um, uh, t- you know viable tenants out of them, uh, they're going to basically you know turn their real estate assets into an underperforming uh, asset. And there is not going to be a lineup of, of new uh, tenants with lots of money. Uh, and it's going to create boarded up environments. It's going to be a blight on our commercial main streets. Um, and it's going to make overall recovery that much more difficult. Um, so 
the, we look, need to we need the commercial eviction moratorium, and that is that has to be the next move from the premier. Uh, Ryan, I mean, is there some kind of uh, depreciation if the if the the assets are devalued? Is that is that a thing? Well, it's certainly something that the landlord's going to have to consider. I mean, I, I 100% agree that this this recovery is not going to be quick. It's going to take some time for businesses to get back to full operations, to have doors open, for consumers to have the confidence to go out again. Um, and I mean, a, a lot of people, I mean, we've seen the numbers for, for SERB uh, uh, applications. There are a lot of people who, who are out of a job at this point. So spending may not be at the, the levels that, you know, those uh, retail businesses and restaurants when they're back to operation are, are used to or, or need. And a lot of people will continue to work at home. Absolutely. And, and I mean, we, we noted that, you know, April rent was uh, a concern. May rent was going to be a bit of a nightmare. And honestly, we're starting to reach for the, the adjectives for June rent because, you know, we're having this conversation. It's May 20th. The rental program from the feds opens on Monday, but we don't know when cash will flow. And June rent is due on the 1st. So getting that, that eviction protection in place quickly is going to be important. Uh-huh. And uh, do you think that uh, the provincial government has just been recalcitrant about this? Uh, why? Well, I mean, I, I think in a perfect world, you know, when the premier says, you know, uh, landlords and tenants will work together, that you'd see that happen. I mean, I, I think ultimately, if you can do something without legislation and see it happen, that is probably the best way forward. But the reality on the ground is that we have seen evictions happen. We have heard uh, from our members that, you know, my landlord's not going to take advantage of this program. They want full rent. I don't have it. What do I do? And we have heard from the landlords that, you know, Kekra is not really going to work for them. So uh, I think we now do look to the Premier and to Minister Phillips to say, what can we do to make this more tenable? And, and again, I would underscore that one of the ways that our members on both sides, both landlords and tenants, feel they could accomplish that is by providing the money directly to the tenant. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was also shaking my head with the Prime Minister's announcement today because he reiterated the same program and, and again sort of said, you people have to work together and if we have a lot of boarded up businesses, the recovery will be that much harder. So I guess, are, are they, do you think that, that he is also waiting to see if, uh, you know, just a word will do it as opposed to a stronger measure? Yeah, and I think from, from the Prime Minister's point of view, too, I mean, this, this is a program that they can't do without the provinces. It is ultimately uh, the, the provincial jurisdiction, as, as Councillor Longtam said. It is up to the Premier to, to legislate this. He's the one who's got the power to do it. Um, so I think the Prime Minister may just sort of be uh, cautiously sort of avoiding stepping on some jurisdictional toes when he's saying that. But it is, this does wind up falling on the province. Kristen Longtam. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've spoken to a number of landlords. I've actually been calling the commercial property owners in my community, uh, number one, introducing them to the programs. I've been explaining what the program looks like. I've been letting them know that the the application forms are coming up very shortly. Um, I've, I've told them that the City of Toronto has established a business support centre uh, whose, whose sole job is to, to help commercial operators uh, navigate the myriad of different government programs, which seems to be announced almost daily. Um, and what I've heard from the, the landlords is, I'm going to look into it. Um, I, I'll think about it. Uh, there is no wild enthusiasm. I've yet to speak to one single property owner that is wildly enthusiastic about the federal programs. Um, but I know that um, they would probably be much more enthusiastic, recognizing that uh, 
um, you know, 75 cents on the dollar is better than nothing. But what they think they might get, I, I still think that it's, it's kind of a, a trump card that they're holding, um, is that they still think that they can get more if they just wait. Uh-huh. Um, and so what Ryan has said, you know, in terms of placing the onus onto property owners to then, you know, apply for the benefit and then pass that through the tenant, we are seeing right away that just doesn't work. But at the same time, we cannot let Premier Ford off the hook. Um, and I'm not saying this because it's a partisan issue. I'm saying this because business owners are telling me that they are going to lose their life savings. Families will collapse. Marriages will break down. They, all they need is a fighting chance. And right now there's a program they, they think that could help them because there is some fairness to the program. Everybody gets to, to, to take a haircut just to make it all work. But in order for that to work, they need the, co- the landlords to cooperate. And right now, the landlords just don't seem to have an, enough incentive to cooperate. Okay, Ryan, we'll give you the last 20 seconds. It's just a, a game of chicken on the part of the landlords. I mean, I, I certainly hope not, but I, I can certainly see where that's coming from. And I would strongly encourage, you know, landlords and tenants to come to the table and talk together. But uh, at the same time, as we fight for expanding program and getting more businesses eligible, um, the premier, we got to put a, a halt on uh, evictions, at least during COVID, uh, to help make that happen. Okay. Uh, that is all the time we have. Thank you so much, Kristen Wong, Tam, and Ryan Malo. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, That's all the time we have for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.